0: Jay Thomas and you're listening to Frequency Interrupted. Cody, what's up, bro? How are you, brother? Man, I'm good. Gotta stay hydrated over there. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, uh, I'm a fan, so this is probably gonna be a more biased show. I'm not gonna lie. Um, uh, first off, thanks for, for your time today. And uh man, congrats on just hitting a million streams on the Reaper, by the way, too. I appreciate that. Thank you. Is that a million? Yeah, bro, it's over a million.
1: <laughs> oh shit. Yo, that's really cool, man. That's awesome.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, um, yeah, man, let's just dive into this, man. So honestly, I don't know a lot about your backstory, and I try to keep it fresh on here. Like, I don't want to dig too much into behind the scenes, because I'd rather hear it from the man, you know, himself. So let's get into it, man. How did you get into music overall before you, you know, developed this sound and this journey you're on currently?
1: Oh, man, like, I got into music, like, really, like, wanted to do this, like, the only thing I wanted to do was be a musician since I was about like eight or nine years old. So like, it's all I can really remember that I was like really driving for this. And, you know, um, it was once, once I saw this, like, uh, it was a Rolling Stone magazine. It was green day was on the cover. It was like 1994. And I saw Billy Joe in this magazine. And I was like, that I want to be that. You know what I mean? Like I loved everything about the whole stylistic aspect of it. I loved to, you know, I, I was listening to it on a cassette back then, <laughs> dude. Cassette. Yeah. So like um, and I never really looked back. I've i I've, I've always been driven uh, on this journey and you know now we're here. Yeah.
0: Wait, so. you started you started in more rock, right? And then how you got rolling more rock yeah more just straight up rock instead of what you're doing now
1: oh yeah 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 yeah. i was like in a punk rock band yeah yeah i was in that and then um you know when you're in a band element it it's exhausting bro it's like being in a marriage you know (laughs) with five guys (laughs) (laughs) so like that had ran its course and we had like a bit of success and i thought that that was really significant um I thought it gave me a lot of confidence, but you know, man, like I feel like it's really hard and it it could be a very lonely road sometimes when you're this dedicated to something Yeah, because you give up a lot, you know, and you you're sacrificing left and right big, little, and everything in between. You have to be really, really uh, committed to this. And I felt, I don't Think that that's for everybody, as it shouldn't be, right? Right. Right. So I just knew that that was in me, and um, I pulled the pulled the cord like I was fucking LeBron James, bro. Like even the fucking <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers going to Miami, bro. I was like, I'm <laughs> taking my talents to South Beach. I'm going solo, and uh and I did, and I never looked back, bro.
0: Yeah, I, man. I mean, it's a dynamic. What most people don't think about, like. Everyone wants, to, you know, that that rite of fame or that rite of fucking passage or, you know, to be on top of the hill. But no one ever talks about how, like you just said, that that spoke to me right there, like that, that lonely road. No one talks about that shit like it. That's never like, man, it's not put up there to where people want to be like, oh, that's not idolized or anything. Having the discussion of, hey, man, you're going to miss out on a lot of shit and you're going to, cha- you know, you're going to do a lot of different things you thought you'd never do or, you know, you'd sacrifice a lot if you're really a hundred percent in this game and you're going to,
1: yeah, people, people do, stop relating with you. Cause you're yeah. like, so, um, you know, in your own lane. Yeah. And, um, you know, they root for you as long as they can until you start doing things that are unthinkable. Um, and then they're just like, I don't know how you do it. You know, yeah.
0: Well, your your sound too, and there's probably some people out there in my network that may not know who you are. But your sound is something that's so so fucking unique, you know. And um, anytime like I really didn't know who you were until I I heard I'd heard your music, but I didn't really know who you were, you know. And so, um, you know, a few months back I started listening, and that's how I had Bad Wolf on a, a couple months ago on the show. We were talking about that, but the the vibe of the the sound that you have, you know, and the stuff that he's featured on, it's still your sound, like something there is so, so unique that no one can touch it, man. It's, I don't know. Like,
1: how do you put a label on that? Like, how did, how did you find that? I I completely agree with what you're saying. I do believe that I'm like writing these like rather clever licks that are like, they're like super swamped out. Like, they're just like, they're so gritty and they're so catchy at the same time. You know, (laughs) I just, I kind, of, I kind of grew up writing punk and, like, pop punk stuff, which is just, like, very licky, you know? Yeah. And so when I wanted to add the country element to it, I kind of just told myself that, like, write the country that you would want to listen to. Don't write what's been done. Right. Like, do it how you would want to do it. And it's funny that you say that because... Imagine me thinking that and then subconsciously thinking that I wanted to enter the hip hop world. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Like, so I wrote it in a way and I worked with a producer to where we could like bridge this pretty seamlessly to where it doesn't seem like it's like such a leap, yeah. you know, it's not, it, you know, it's not like corny. You know what uh, I mean? It's like, no. I mean, you have a you have such a dark element,
0: right? You have a um, like a, a dark blues feel to your to your music and that shit meshes meshes well with hip hop. It really does if you put it in the right, you know. Box. Yeah,
1: and I think <laughs> Yeah, and I think that like I kind of lobbed it up to Bad Wolf at the time. Like I, I I like wrote something for him and like kind of like a lob and he kind of hit it out of the park. So it was like now we're on to something, yeah. you know. And um we're on to something in a way that we're not like culture vultures about it. We're not like coming in trying to write what has been written before. It was almost like we were trying to coexist on this project. And 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 I remember him and I talking and saying the funny thing about me and Bawulf is that like we never um intended to be a band. Okay. It was Yellow Wolf who said, Hey, I want you guys to perform at Slum Fest. And me and Wolf looked, B and Bad Wolf looked at each other like, Well, I guess we gotta start a band then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so we're like, yo, why don't we just keep it while the coyote and bad wolf? Yeah. And so at the time, Bad Wolf was coming to my shows and he I would pull him on stage. And he would rap out with the band, you know, and people weren't even getting it at the time. I was like, ah, don't worry about it. Like, this is just a vision that I have, like, just let him come up here and, and kind of just kind of rap out. So he did that. And then, so we kind of, we had like an admiration for it, like what we were doing. And then, um, so, so yellow pulled us out to Nashville. And then we were just kind of like, yo, we have to make this, we got to start writing songs together. And so we can both coexist while the Bow Wolf, And then we just wrote like a handful of songs and by the grace of God, they just, they stuck.
0: Yeah, dude. I mean, that shit's everywhere. You got like, what y'all got shit on Yellowstone on uh, King mayors of Kingston. Y'all got some shit. I mean, it's popping off. Yeah. Well, so tell me like influence wise, like what influenced you, you know, other than that, you know, that, album cover you were talking about early on like what influenced you like maybe on the country spectrum what influenced you like who influenced you on the rock spectrum and then what's your hip hop element in there like that you you know look towards is like you know what kind of built what you have now
1: well the the first and the only song that inspired me to do Wild the Coyote was Johnny Cash God's Gonna Cut You Down. Okay. I heard that song I was like this is everything that I want to be like it has it's, it's country, it's folk, it's blues. And it's also like had these like really crusty hip hop beats in it. Like, like it was so lethal. Like I was like floored. And so I knew that I could kind of coexist in, in, in this world. So, um, so that was the country element. I, I I really don't listen to a lot of country music, to be completely honest with you. You know, um, I listen to the classics. I listen to a lot of oldies. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Elvis Presley, you know, um, Dion and the Belmonts, um, the Marvelettes. Like, I love that kind of stuff. Hell yeah.
0: Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. So that's kind of like my, like, dream genre. But I also come from a background of, like, oh, I also come from a background of pop punk like blink 182 was yes. the. i told you i grew up look when you come from a country town bro and you got immigrant immigrant parents like i did you don't get a lot of like classic music you know you don't get a lot of like the the indie stuff like yes. the shit that people don't you get a lot of mainstream because you're like in a you know like you're in a small town so it was limited access to what i was listening to But when I got behind the formula of punk and punk rock and, you know, and obviously my, my catalog and library of bands and artists is huge now, but that's how I came up songs that made you feel something in a very, um, kind of, you know, very clever way. And I, and I, I just kind of have followed that. Yeah. And so um, other than that, I listen to a lot of like uh, Suicide Boys, like Bones, like uh, okay. 23. Yeah, like I get down with that kind of shit. Hell so yeah. I listen to that kind of most. Other than that, I'm probably blasting like some some punk and, um, you know, hip hop, you know, oldies
0: yeah hell yeah i like the mix of man i think that's interesting it's always interesting to see where someone was motivated you know how they were motivated to develop you know even though you have something that's entirely different it's still where it came from you know what i mean totally person is different you said you had immigrant parents like is that that's something i feel like that always prescribes to someone's hustle
1: you know i'm saying like (laughs) yeah so like i grew up in like a like a really small country town like one stoplight like more cows than people, you know? And my dad, he's from the middle East. My mom's from Mexico. Okay. We moved there. Um, really when I, when I was really young and my dad owned the market on main street. And so like, he became like the town, we call him the mayor. He's not (laughs) the mayor. We call him the mayor. Like everybody does. Like everybody knows Sam, the man, like he was, he was the G like, he was the guy and um that was really heavy on my life because you know he he made he made everything safe for us you know he 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 really ruled our world and um but you kind of realize that you're like a minority sometimes you know and um i i i now at my age i can tell like the distinctual times where you know we we were minorities in a white town and and whatnot but um it was amazing i mean you know having immigrant parents in a in a very country town you know yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. well i mean i can see how i mean I, I know that it happens a lot you know you know immigrants just seem to have more hustle you know than you know someone that's that grows up in that area i don't know it just it always stands out to me it's like man if you're you're an immigrant or you're from immigrant parents you just
1: always have that that signature hustle that, that can't be duplicated yeah you know like I, 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 you know, my dad had no education to speak of. I never went to school after high school. Like we just grinded. And, and I, and I also think that my dad and I share the philosophy of treating people with a lot of respect. Um, I feel like my dad really, um, really instilled me with treating people very kindly and like, um, respecting their, their, um, their, 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 their position in your life, no matter what it was like. So my mom too. Um, so I think that's why we were able to like have a good energy and, and be successful. Well, that's something
0: too. You don't see a lot in the music industry, man. It's pretty cut out there. You know,
1: (laughs) you're telling, you're telling (laughs) me, you're (laughs) telling me.
0: (laughs) No, like, I mean, I could just, I've, you know, I've been around a lot of people that's been in it and through it. I definitely, I'm not no, musician of no sorts, you know, but I've been in the operations of it and uh, I've just seen a lot of shady shit, man. A lot of, a lot of dark elements to that, to that industry. So like, you know, just saying that and, you know, being true to yourself and like staying, trying to be kind to everyone is something that if you can do it in that industry, shit, bro. (laughs) Like,
1: It just, that's the thing. It's like, it doesn't matter what the industry is. And, you know, that's where I think people get caught up. Yeah. You know, listen, man, like a lot of people treat me a certain type of way because of what I do and it's getting to the point where I'm like, I get it. Like I'm not, you know, it seems like what I'm doing is unimaginable to you, but like, it's any industry, bro. We're, we're just the same, you know, like just, this is just my work. You know what I mean? This is just the line of work that I do. Um, but really like it's, I think that it's all boils down to how you carry yourself the vibe that you have, the integrity that you have, the dignity that you have on your name, you know? And, and really, you know what? Like people, like I did a couple of interviews this last weekend and like uh, twice, they were like, what's your legacy? Like, what is your, and I'm like, I don't really, I'm not even thinking like legacy wise, dude. Like all I'm thinking is like, have good energy, have a good vibe where people want to fuck with you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's really not much else, dude. Like I don't guarantee that this is, you know, I don't believe that this is guaranteed for tomorrow. So I treat it as like something that I really cherish. Yeah. You know? And that's why I called you earlier. I'm like, yo, we need to like kind of bond a little bit. Oh, that's the before- first. I
0: appreciate that. I like that,
1: man. Hell yeah. Yeah, 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 because, like, when, whenever I get on these things, dude, it's, like, there's always glitches and shit, and, yeah. like, I, you know, like, I say a joke, and then nothing happens. I'm, like, <laughs> 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 so I was, like, no, I got to call him, and we got to wrap up for a second, and just, yeah. you know, yeah, but,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, and so, like, being that way, like what you were saying, like, shaking, that shakes up, that shakes up the game a little bit. Like, if you're, you know, yourself always 100%, have you had any like negative energy come towards you? How do you deal with that shit? I mean, I'm sure you have. Everybody does. Everyone has fucking haters.
1: Yeah, I have negative energy come at me. You know, in a, in every way, shape, and form that you can imagine. I have it coming from my contemporaries, like my peers. Yeah. Um, people get jealous, or they get uh, you know, you just butt head. You know, catch a bad vibe with people that you're working with. Or, you know, it could be a relationship where they're not, like, fucking with you the way you think or what you're doing. And then it could also be, like, haters on the internet, you know? I never, like, chime into that shit, but, like, I see it, you know? Um, What do I do with it? I almost feel like, like, (laughs) you know, I almost feel like as long as my name's in your fucking mouth, then I'm fucking doing something (laughs) right. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. So it's like, guess who's not talking about you? Me, bitch. You know what I mean? So it's like, um, like I said, I just, I try to just keep it like 100 with what I'm doing. And, uh, and just try to, cause the people that work with me, like obviously you and I are collaborating together right now. Like, there's a good vibe here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's, you know, people think they know you, you know, like, and they don't. Well, dude, I was just
0: having this conversation with someone the other day. Like people think once you, once you achieve something worthy of talking about, you know, whether it be just you, you, yeah. having this, you having this milestone on Spotify this week, you know, sometimes once you start achieving shit, people look at you like you're not fucking human anymore, man. Like, you know what I mean? Just like all this w- bullshit with uh, this fucking, this blown up the internet right now with fucking Will S- Smith slapping Chris rock, like, and they're hating on the oh. dude. And they're talking like, I'm just like, dude, he's fucking human. Shit happens. You know what I mean? No one's fucking perfect. It's like the more you put someone on a pedestal, you expect them to be the, exactly
1: the thing that you want them to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like the only thing I'm going to, I will say it on that and, and we could keep it pushing, but yeah. it's like, be careful when you're so much on front street. Yep. You know what I mean? Like he's been airing himself out for a long time. Yeah. So when you're so much in the public eye, like you might, you might get ripped to shreds or yeah. whatever, you know, but like, I don't know, man, it, it, whatever.
0: Yeah. I wasn't trying to create a tangent there. I just like,
1: it just, no not, thing thing. no, not at yeah. all. No, not at all. No, 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 not at all. I'm just like, I'm coming to peace with it. Like how I feel, you know? And it's just like, it's just like, dude, you're, 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 you're too much. You're asking for it. You know, like how, you know, anyway. So, (laughs) (laughs)
0: well, (laughs) so what do you do? Like, so what's, what's your life aside from music, man? What do you, what do you do? Like, what's your, what's your hobbies? What do you fuck with outside of the studio? And
1: Constantly, constantly working. Um, if it's not the studio, then I'm rehearsing. If I'm not in rehearsing, I'm in a meeting. If I'm not in a meeting, I'm um, doing merch. You know, you know, I drum and create my own merch. Um, if I'm not doing that, I'm writing with somebody else. Um, I really don't take my foot off the gas unless I really need to. Um, but I'm just constantly trying to create. I'm trying to constantly have my fingers. Um, in, in any avenue that I can, because I feel like it all reflects back to how creative that you are and like what you're putting out there. So I just keep myself busy. Um, downtime. I shoot pool. Really? Okay. Oh, and I'm a huge sports nerd. Like so I'm all a- sports. LA sports. Okay. So I'm a huge Dodger fan, even bigger Laker fan, big Rams fan. Now that I'm out in Nashville, I have to get into hockey because they're, like, super into the Predators. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So I spent either countless hours following up on sports. Um, and if not, I'm shooting pool. And the majority of the time I'm working. I'm working on you're in-
0: I didn't know you are in Nashville right now. How's that going? Like, is that how's that,
1: that switch for you? So I moved to Nashville, like, seven weeks ago. A little okay. over seven Yeah. So, um, Nashville is amazing, man. Like nothing like it. And I felt like I needed, um, like I'm, you know, so hungry with what I'm doing. And like, like I said, like my foot's on the gas all the time. And I felt like what, what, you know, after I released my album in January seven roses, I felt like I was like in a position where I could be mobile. You know, I thought I was going to go on tour and, and a tour didn't, line up at that moment so I was in a meeting and someone was like yo you need to go out to Nashville I was like say less you know what I mean like hold yeah. my beer bro I'm out I think like a month later I moved out here and um, and now I'm I'm not leaving so I still have my place in LA but I probably you know figure out how to be primarily here in Nashville and and go to the West Coast um, when I need to.
0: You yeah, know, I think for what you're doing, that's. I mean, that's a perfect spot, dude. And I, I, I just recently was there a few months ago, and it's, dude, it's an amazing, fucking city. Um, right. just, had, just had a chick. Um, she was awesome, and I need to connect you with her. Her name's Megan Thomas. She's actually uh, a news anchor there locally, and she does like this featured artist spot too. So she has a show. I need to link you up with her, man. She's a uh, she's good people, like you know, for a local in the music yeah, scene man. too, you know. Yeah. But, I love um, that. A beautiful city, man. And, and
1: so much, so much talent there too, man. Like just fucking insane. Dude, and like, just, it, it's insane, dude. Yeah, It's fucking insane, man. And like, that's why I kind of felt like I was like going to come out here and like get my chops up. Like if anything, like I'm just going to get my chops up. And I've never seen a like this town is driven on music, you know, from LA. Like, you know, when I moved to LA, that was fuck 17 years ago it was different than what it is now LA is different place and it's not driven by music at all. It's driven mostly on, you know, innovators and the rich and the famous status quo, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So coming here, it was like, it was almost like I found my tribe, you know, like I was like, fuck, like I kept telling people that I'm like, don't question me and what I'm, willing to put in question yourself if you're willing to like handle how fast I'm coming. And that's why I hit the ground running, you know, like I really put myself to the test and you know, I feel like every day that I'm here is on, on like not borrowed time, but like you got to make something of it. You're not here to fucking kick it. You know what I mean? Like get to work, get to work. So it's just been awesome. I'm like I'm like a hungry hippo. Like it's just feeding me, feeding me, feeding me. And I, know, I you know, I I like didn't have that in L.A. as much as I wanted to. I mean, I did. I mean, but after the album was out, I'm like, you know, I wanted to feast. So I came out here, and it's just like, it's the buffet. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. So
0: um, I your one of your songs on that recent album, your most recent album. Uh, I really like uh, Bedlam. I like that fucking jam on seven roses. That's some good shit. right Yeah. There.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Bedlam was so funny because it's kind of like the heart, like the hardest song on the album. Um, It's like, da-da, yeah. Da-da, da-da. So when I was writing seven roses, I was like, fuck, I really want to write a country kind of like punk album, like punk rock album. And so I added these elements into it because you know what you know, I add those triplets in it too in the bridge, like, so if I were to transfer that into like metal, it would just go, which is what I tried to get out of it. But I'm like, you know, had to make it more my style. Yeah, but yeah, that song was hard. I you know, I you know, people try to tell me what, or not tell me, but what they think it's about. It's about, it was about the 2020 year, really. It was about the pandemic. Like I felt like in that, in that time, like I was, you know, remember in the pandemic, like you were like riddled to your own house, right? You had to be in one place. So I didn't know, like at that point, I'm like, I can't go home, like I can't go back up to Templeton, which is where I'm from. I have to be in l a, and it was just like every single day the world was just getting worse, yeah, like really worse. And like everyone's opinion was almost like a default to themselves, you know what I mean? It's just like I remember saying, remember the quarantine? Yeah, I remember saying everybody quarantines their own way everybody gets their information their own way don't judge one another honestly just like do whatever's going to make you feel safe and just kind of shut the fuck up about it because it was too risky to hear people's opinion
0: yeah well it was something that you know it happened i remember when it first happened and it was like, everyone seemed to come together. Right. And that, you know, right in that initial moment, every, it started seeing like, you just seen a lot of positivity out there and shit and everyone seemed to start coming together. And then there after a few months, man, shit started getting twisted, you know, and everybody had saying this and saying that and fuck, I feel like we're just now getting back on a path of, you know, some trajectory here.
1: <laughs> so exactly. So, yeah. you know, in those core, you know, um, I have just lost my mind and everybody needs to know, And then the other line, we have just lost mankind and everybody needs to know. Like I felt like we were trapped and like also the most like wild that we had ever been, you know, people were just wilding like in every way, (laughs) shape, and form, Yeah, you know? So I was, you know, I remember even looking up like, what was I going to call that song? And I had never even used the word bedlam before, but I, it came up. I read the the description of it. I'm like, that's exactly how I feel. You know, like this is just chaos. Yeah, chaos. But that's really cool that you like that song. I hadn't really talked about that. I, I, you know, what's crazy is that like that that song has the most streams off the album, and I've never talked about that song.
0: Really? Well, I mean, I've listened to the whole album. Um, I knew you were coming on. I was like, well, let me check out this new album because I've still been jamming your your other stuff. You know, <laughs> um, and. I was like, well, that one just sticks out to me for some reason, man. And, you know, just, I like it. And it, it's, it's a mix up too. It's not, you know, it's not the traditional stuff either. It's a little different than what you've been
1: doing. I like it, you know? Totally. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and yeah. I, apparently the majority of people like it, but that's good. Yeah. Thank so, you. So what are you doing? Are
0: you, um, are you doing any t- type of like, are you playing anywhere live right now? Are you doing anything? What's what's going on right
1: now? So right now I'm, uh, starting this, uh, acoustic EP I'm going to write uh, something kind of very um grainier kind of like yeah. more organic sounding than I then Seven Roses Seven Roses was so um produced and like I wanted it to be like that I wanted it to be loud and kind of fat you know heavy and so now I want to write something very um folky yeah um, very acoustic um so I've started to do that and I've started to um, work on a live set to that. So I'll probably start like popping up and doing kind of like open mics or whatever the fuck, um, something where I don't have to like book a show and like yeah. announce it, you know, just kind of just go up and write or, uh, and, and uh, and, uh, perform. And then, uh, and then a tour will be announced pretty soon. Hell yeah. Dude. The, yeah.
0: Well, I was going to ask you too, you're talking about, um, stuff that doesn't have to be booked. Now, are you doing like, do you do all your own marketing and shit? yeah you i mean because like I, I just appreciate that man i, I look at him like this dude like from your your fucking style you know into your into the shoots of how you know the clothing you're doing the feel of what i mean i just feel like your marketing meshes with who you are i'm like this he has to be doing his own shit like because or if whoever if someone's helping him do this shit they're fucking on points exactly what is you know oh no man
1: that that that's like branding right yeah so there's a lot of people that like ask, you know, how, you know, like advice or what, di- what, what makes you different or something. It's the branding, bro. It's like, I never stop, you know, like I never turn it off. I know exactly what I'm doing with it. And um, it's, it's more like how, how much I want to expose. So I do all my own marketing marketing. I do all my own. Obviously I dress myself. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, But yeah, you don't have a stylist. I don't have like a head of marketing. No one's like putting me into clothes. This is all organic. My team, my team is built off what I do. Not the other way around. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like my team is here because of what I've built, not because what they can build for me. Yeah. You know? So, you know, if someone, you know, the people that have rolled, rolled the dice on me were like, you know what you're doing. I believe in what you're doing and I want to help what you're doing. So this is all, you know, curated to me. And, um, I think that's why it works. You know, I think that's.
0: Yeah. I mean, I have a background in marketing and that's what I do on, you know, my daily hustle. And like, it's that, that shit just I noticed those things. I'm like, man, I just really respect that because like you're, you're doing the whole build up yourself. You know what I mean? You're doing everything. So when it, that time comes where you can't anymore, cause you're just fucking popping off so much. Like you just, you, you've developed that already. It's there. It's not like you're trying to find a, you know, a find your identity or look a certain way. Like, no, this is fucking me, man. And I'm doing it and I know how it works. And, and I mean, just the fact that when I reach out to you, you respond personally, like that fucking shit. I, I respect that. I love that. Like, yeah, you're busy. Yeah, you're grinding, but you still take time to talk to someone like me when a little guys, you know what I mean? So like that shit just it it screams like straight up just all
1: positive vibes, man, for sure. That's what we're talking about, though, right? Like that basically like I'm not I'm not there's no way I'm going to let you walk away and being like, fuck that guy. Yeah. You know that guy too cooled me. Like, no, bro. I remember when I never had somebody hitting you up, hitting me up like you did. And I used to say I can't wait till somebody hits me up, and I never treat it like you. You think that you're gonna get famous, and then when you do, you're gonna act a certain way. But I'm like holding on to this, like with the utmost respect for this kind of journey, you know. And so, no, I mean, I, I know when you hit me up, and I knew. I mean, there's a lot of people that hit me up, and um, I know. I know who to respond to. I know how to respond to them. Yeah. You know, and you know, I don't look at it as the little guy or anything like that. I look at it as um, the same guy, the same guy as I was just on different, different time length. you know, time waves. Yeah. So um, yeah, I never, you know, and again, like I, it's not like I take everything that's offered to me. I, I pick and choose. So, um, but this is something that I thought was, I thought it'd be good that we talked.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude. No, I appreciate it for real. Um, what, so what else, dude, I feel like I'm missing something here. What, what else, like what else is going on with you, man? What else? Are there any plugs you want to throw out there? Anything you got? I mean, the, the new albums out. I mean, it, it's, it's great. The, the fucking, congrats again on the stream thing dude that's that's monumental for
1: any Yo, i universe. i
0: didn't even know that's that. crazy you I,
1: didn't I, even know that shit man <laughs> hold on let me look it up bro. are you dead out serious with that are you dead
0: serious let me I'm look dead it up serious spotify bro
1: it's there hold up, hold up. wild the uh... oh fuck
0: yeah dude
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you and I are literally like experiencing
0: this together at the same time, right? Yeah, that's fucking great. I mean, that's, dude, that's amazing.
1: Damn. That's cool, man. I'm, I don't know. On to the next, really. <laughs> um, I really, I mean, I couldn't couldn't be more thankful for that. And, you know, Yellowstone and it's also on Mary of King's bill. Town?
0: Kingstown, Kingstown, yeah,
1: that's
0: it. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, you got anything coming up? Are you doing anything with uh Bad Wolf? Anything? Y'all got anything going on coming up soon or anything? Or you got anything with uh like
1: anybody else that you can talk about, maybe? I can't talk about any of the collabs I have. Okay. Uh, but I'm super excited to um to release a lot of the new music. I think that you guys will, you know, for the listeners. We'll be really stoked. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm like really diving into my music, being apprehensive of what people like. I, I know I like what you guys like, so like I'm gonna hit the country thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I know you guys like the Johnny Cash stuff, the like the low tone yeah. shit. Sure. So we're gonna do that, and we're gonna do that on a project. Now I'm going to also pump out something that's like very country trap. Okay. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, you guys better be like, you know, I, I, I'm super, you know, I'm super psyched um, to, to, to release a lot of the stuff that I'm capable of doing. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll it'll be a, a little bit of everything, you dude, know, dude. I'm excited
0: for it. Well, look, Me man, too. I appreciate your time. Do you have any last words or anything? Any plugs you want to throw out there
1: before we close out? No, no plugs. Uh, I just want to get this on Instagram. Hold up. Yes. Say what up. What's up? <laughs> appreciate it.
0: Hell yeah, dude.
1: Hold up. Yeah. Check us out. Frequency interrupted. Um, No, man, from the bottom of my heart, thanks for having me on. I had a great time. It was dope to kick it with you. And, you know, now we're boys, so you can holler at me anytime, bro.
0: Hell yeah, man. Appreciate your time, homie. Everyone hit him up, Instagram, Wildy Coyote. Thanks, man.